I think we've started. Well, <laughs> if we've started, then then we're gonna have to edit out the. Well, first we maybe we won't edit out because I was practicing ASMR. Maybe I would be good at it. 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 Oh God. This is our new <laughs> ASMR podcast. I could do it. It's I, listen, ASMR is relaxing. Are we rolling here? Yes, we're rolling. It sounds like we're super loud, like I, like listen, where I can hear the tickle in my throat. I don't know what you've done with the settings, sir. Is that better? Well, that that's better. I feel like is that better? Yeah, I feel I like there was some. Yeah, better. I think that's I think, better because I, I felt like there was some background noise, super like air. loud. Yeah, like the your nose air. Nose air, yeah, like your breathing. Nose, your nose air, yeah, breathing. It's it's a minor detail. Um. Anyway, I I ASMR is I I really enjoy it. You do? Yeah. Like that girl on TikTok that does it is she's so intriguing. Like I just when she's live, I go and I I, I watch and I'm twenty minutes later I'm like, why am I watching her? This is so weird because she's just doing strange things. But I, it it pulls me in. Yeah, and I but feel if a little bit relaxed. If you just turn it on and you're like, this person has Tourette's or uh, something. No, it's or not like wrong there was them. somebody that came in the store today with Tourette's. Right. It was really. It happens. There's people with I Tourette's I know, but I've there. never, I've never, I've never waited on someone or really been around someone with Tourette's. It was like, he just would yell out. It was just like, he would leave it. Ah, ah. That's what he would do. And I didn't know what to do. You All you can do is act like you don't hear the act. Ah. Well, he was. I do that when I get cold, like when I get chills. Oh yeah, we but we just did a, a right. minute ago. ASMR. ASMR. He he was buying test boosters, test boosters, test boosters. Stop it! And not only was he buying test boosters, but he was buying BioHard. Ooh, BioHard. And I don't know. Dong, I wonder. Does it make your dong super hard? Is that I what that's don't for? have a dong, so I don't know. Well, d- you don't rub, a, like you're going to like, well, is that what you guys do? You just like, well, BioHard, I'm going to rub it on and see if I can give a testimonial. I mean, what? I, I don't know if it what's works. What's it supposed to do? Make you harder for longer. Oh. I guess. I don't know. So I don't know if it was he was nervous buying that stuff because I wonder if people with Tourette's if like Get nerves. Yeah. Yeah. Like by nerves. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sure they Because do. he would just be talking to me like normally. Ah! Then I was like, oh, you know. Yeah. Nice guy, though. So hopefully it works out for him, the test booster and the bio heart. I hope so. It was a good sale I for me. So. It sounds like it. Anyway. Bio um, heart. Here's another question I have for you, sir. Me? Yeah. I'm, I'm curious because we just went I to the. I love b- questions. Well, They're my favorite. <laughs> I like asking them. I love asking them. I know them. you do. We just went to the bar and. We were drinking. At, at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. There we were there. There weren't many people there. There weren't, but we saw our good friend Scott Garrett said. Scotty G? And if you don't know, at least in my opinion. Now you know. At least in my opinion, Buffalo Wild Wings has a really decent quesadilla. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay, there's so my question. We're sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Well, if we could be, that would be great. We are. Are we? Yeah. Got the big checks rolling in every podcast. Where's the money? Where's the money? Where's the money? It's spent on um, Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> anyway, my question is: the bartender whom I don't think you've had before. I've had her. Oh, have you? Oh yeah. Did you use BioHard? I didn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> I I don't remember her. For but, her nipples. But anyway. Um, Gosh, that's terrible. If she would listen to this podcast, she would feel so objectified. I don't. I, I I've never. I've not seen her before. But anyway, so we order or drink. Jeff got there before me. He had a beer or two, maybe before I got there. There's a, there's a few talls that okay. I have consumed. And so um, we had a drink, and Jeff had his back turned talking to our friend Scott, and she said, "Does he want another beer?" In my mind, and what I said was like, "I don't know what he wants." She must have oh, interpreted. You know what I want. She must have interpreted that as. Yes, bring him another one. So she got him a refill. Jeff didn't want it. Is it okay for a bartender to just automatically bring you a refill without like from the actual customer saying, yes, I would like another one? Because we had to pay for it and you didn't really want it. I ended up drinking half and you drank half. Here's the here's the problem. Was that a good sales point on her or did no, she overstep? No, she, she took a risk. She took a, she took a chance. The problem is she took it with the right guy. And I'm trying she to did. change this about myself. Like I'm trying not to be such a sweetheart of a guy. Why? We all love you as a sweetheart. I don't know, man. I kind of want to get hard now. Not bio hard <laughs> hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I want to be like, gosh, that guy, I don't want to test him. No, that's not you, though. I don't know how to do it, though. I don't know if I need to take steroids to get that edge. Why? Okay. Do I need to do that, or do I need to, like, what What would hype me up a little bit? Why? Maybe some, maybe some creatine. Some Creatine's not going to do it. I want. Yeah, but if I combine it with creatine, zoa. And maybe s- just a little bit of steroids, like in in between my toes. That might make me pump up. What are you talking about? And make me go, no, don't bring you steroids between your toes. Toes, 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 that's, toes, toes. Yeah, that's where I sh- that's where I shoot it, so nobody can see my track marks. Oh my gosh, you're so weird. Why do you want to be? Why do you want to do that? Nobody wants you to change your personality. We all love you the way you are. Mm. Like you don't need to become some hard. Jeff. The streets, bro. The streets. It's 2021. But she did do it to the right person because we just drank it. I was just but like, what if it was right, the wrong girl. person? It was like, I didn't she order like, this. Um, she was she was alright about it, though. What if, but what if you would have said, I didn't order this. I'm not paying for it. Would she she have, wouldn't have charged me. Would she have had to eat it? She would have. She would have. I don't know what she would have had to done. I don't either. But I just don't think that's okay. I, I think she should have been like, just left it. And then when she got your attention, said, hey, do you want another one? Well, she could have done that, and that would have been easier. Or I could have pressed her, and I could have got a free beer, which would have been the best move to make at that. Did point. she end up charging you for it? Actually, I didn't really. I didn't inspect the receipt. I don't think she did, to be honest. Maybe she didn't. I don't think she did. When when the you pricing see- did not the pricing seemed like a normal one beer night. Because she even said when she saw that we split it up, she's like, "Oh, you didn't want another one," and you were like, "No, nah, not really." I'm pretty sure she. Well, did. then maybe that's maybe she did the right thing. So we got an extra beer that we split. Yeah, we did. On the hizzy. On the hizzy. Um, do you want to? Okay, so I have something to talk about. It's a top ten list. Top ten list. Yeah. Are you looking at the thing like it's not recording? It's recording. Okay. We're seven minutes and 23 seconds. Top in. 10 list. Do you want to know what the top 10? We're going to be doing a lot of top 10 lists coming up because I think it's fun. She thinks it's fun. We're going to do it. Okay. So today's top 10 list is the top 10 of the most hilarious song titles ever. Yes. Songs. None of these songs I've ever heard of in I, my entire life. I don't even know what you're talking about. I can't wait. <laughs> I've never heard of any of these songs. None of them. Maybe you have. Probably. I'm a, I'm a song guy. 
you are a song guy, but I doubt it because the first song comes to you from the Statler Brothers. Oh, the Statler Brothers. Do you know who that is? Does that take you back to your mom and dad? Yeah, the Statler Brothers, the the great disc. I'm sorry. Great vinyl album. The great vinyl album? It was a good vinyl album. Yeah, the Statler Brothers. I think they come from a gospel. They are country gospel. See? But this song is me. scandalous. Look at me. This song by the Statler Brothers coming from 1967 Ooh. is a little bit scandalous because you want to know what it's called? What's it called? It is called You Can't Have Your Kate and Edith Too. Can't have the both ladies. You can't have and your Edith, Kate Edith and Edith. Ediths are notorious for being the sexiest too. of the sexy. That's what the song Edith. is called. So it is from the Statler Brothers that is basically talking about that. Well, they took their experience and they put it on paper. It's about... Music paper. What and it, they sang. I don't know if it's a true song, but it's about two guys who went on a double date. Yep. He wanted okay. both of them. He went on a double date with Edith and Kate. The trouble started at the drive-in. Damn driving can get, get a little crazy. It says, you were kissing Kate... She wouldn't let you go. I looked at Edith, started feeling bold. Ooh. This is weird. I found your big hairy hand Mm. holding on to the hand I was trying to hold. You can't have your Kate and Edith too. So is he talking to a buddy that's trying to take his girl and keep his girl at the same time? Maybe, maybe. Um... I understand it's a long time problem for me. So if I feel like maybe they went on a double date and that when he showed up he was like, Wow, I like that other girl better. I think I like the looks of I the think, other girl better. I think the guy with the other girl liked his girl better and liked both girls. Oh. Well it says the singer is sent for popcorn and when he returns he finds his date, Edith, in the back seat with Kate and the other guy. See? <gasps> The song ends with years have passed since that first date. I married Edith. You married Kate. Now, every night when I come home, your car's in the driveway. Kate's in the car. And you and Edith are in the house alone. You can't have your Kate and Edith, too. Well, that's risky. Now, I thought this was a Christian band. Well, they're, they, they started out that way. But the Christians can have two girls at one time. Well, you can't, Jeff. You can't have your your Kate. And eat I like too. the wordplay. It's clever, right? Because it's it playing off. Obviously, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Right, but why can't fair. you? Like that doesn't make sense. You can't. It's not fair. If it's your birthday, you can't. You can't. Have, it, that doesn't even that, like that whole pun or phrase or whatever doesn't. It make should sense. be the other way around. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Then why do I even need the cake if I can't eat it? I don't know. I never did understand that phrase. It's silly. All I know is Kate and Edith were a dynamic duo, and it sounds like this cat was a stud. He wow. was a player. He had, the, he had the ladies eaten out of his hand. If Have you seen the Statler Brothers? Uh, no. I Gosh, my parents loved the Statler Brothers. Did they really? Yeah. Okay. Are you, are you ready for number nine? I've been waiting for number nine. And I don't understand this title. I haven't even really read into it all the way I'm going to. Um, the title is, and it comes from a 2018 song. Damn. Now, that's maybe recent. you've heard of this song. That was just before the pandemic. No, it was just before the Rona. Just before we got 
locked in. And it comes to you from, and I've never heard of these people. The Zoom Age. Yeah. By uh, Mayday Parade. Oh, yeah, Mayday Parade. Do you know they're at the top of my list. I know they're not the top of your list, but have you heard of them? No. Okay. Well, here's the name of the song. It's hard to be religious when certain people are never incinerated by bolts of lightning. I would agree with that statement. <laughs> I literally have been trying to put into words my thoughts, and they just did it for me. Okay. So this band, uh, Mayday Parade, apparently has some dark titles. Um, titles like Happy Endings are stories that haven't ended yet. Hmm. And I'd hate to be you when people find out what this song is about. Oh. And also titles like... That sounded like, like a threat. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. a threat. That's definitely a threat. Yeah. Also, songs like Champagnes for Celebrating, I'll Have a Martini. Oh, those sad souls. Also, songs Freaking like wires. Call Me Hopeless, Not... Ro- what happened to my phone? Not Romantic. I don't know. That's stupid. Um, and then here's, here's a good one by my Mayday Parade. The title is, If You Can't Live Without Me... Why aren't you dead yet? So I feel like they're deep, dark people. I feel like they're whiners. I, I feel like I, they're playing listen. off our our society today, which is there's a lot of bitches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Little bitches that are yep. just out yep, there yep, like, yep. I want to I lay in my room and cry. Right. And I've had so much go wrong in my life. Well, guess what? Welcome to life. Right. Well, let me tell you what this song stems from. It says songwriter Derek Sanders. Oh, Derek admits this song was a little more angry than anything we've done before, which mm. I don't that sound, I don't know. And he says, I wrote it shortly after the 2016 presidential election when Trump won. Mm. Mm-hmm. He says, he says, not me, he says, I was uh, just kind of horrified something like this was even possible. Not that it's all directed towards him necessarily, But that's kind of the mindset I was in. And Sanders does not elaborate on who that anger was directed at, but the song is clearly a ballad of disillusionment and disappointment. Oh, well. Now, I I, I listen. I try to listen to some of this song, and it's not my type of music. Right. Because it's like... Angry, as we can tell in the song yeah, title. Sounds, he sounds angry. Right. He said that the title... I think it goes way back before the election. I'd well, say there's some childhood things he needs to deal with. Well, he, the title is actually a quote from the book Attack of the Deranged Mutant Killer Monster Snow Goons. I literally will never listen to them because there is a book like that and they know it. Attack of the Deranged Mutant Killer Monster Snow Goons by Bill Watts. That's dumb. Yeah. So uh, that's it. Um, he, he said the song's not all dark, but it's his outlook that's towards the future. Cool. Okay. So that's that one. Welcome to now. Right. 2016. Okay. Moving on to number that. eight. We're going back to the 1960s. 1968. Sweet. By 2018 Wayne. was so freaking. <laughs> what is it? Emo? <laughs> right. Um, so w- this song was by, and I don't even know who this is, um, Wayne Carson. Oh, Wayne. And it says, I'd write, I, I, Ida, sorry, I, like I would have, I com, I apostrophe D. I'd have wrote you a letter, but I couldn't spell. 
and it has exclamation point asterisks like you know what I mean like it's like like it's a curse like it's word? a curse word mm-hmm. yeah um it, so I'm assuming and I haven't read into this one but it's a breakup song right wouldn't you think it was a breakup song I guess. Well, it, it does. It says that. I, I acted like I knew that, and I actually just read it. The singer, um, angry because his love interest was unfaithful. The singer progresses from drawing a mustache on your picture. Apparently, he drew a mustache on our picture. That's so mean. To finding the tree where they carved their names, and he chopped it down. Yes. Yes. I love that. Unsatisfied with just that, the singer burned the tie she gave him. No way. Yep. And wrote the ex-lover's name and phone number on the walls of 34 phone booths. Damn. He was pissed. He was not happy. He was hurt. Me, I would go and I would just maybe shave off that part of the tree. Yeah, you would waste a whole tree. I don't don't want the effort. Right. Yeah, but... The effort of cutting down the whole I tree. Yeah, but like if you cut down the tree and then chopped it up for firewood, each time you had a bonfire outside, it would be another chapter burned. Yeah, but then you'd have to think of her every time you burned a bonfire. I mean, I suppose so. Um, and, and, and I feel bad for the guy. I don't. What happened? Oh, she cheated on him, and then yeah. he left, or he just cut a tree down. Yeah, hold on. Here's what it sounds like. Hold on. I think it says it in the beginning of the song. Listen. Oh. <laughs> wait, wait. That's the 1960s? Yeah. You know what I love about the 1960s? <laughs> what? Even the sad songs were happy. Yes. Right? It's, it's like, like you're so depressed, but it makes me happy. Well, it's because of the fiddle. It's what? the fiddle and his, his, his tone. It's like he's not angry. He's not angry. He's not sad. I think he's crazy angry. Because I think Maybe. when you're angry and you act happy, you're really psychopath. Yeah, I like that, though. That's that's a fun thing to see yeah. in people. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor Wayne. I hope he's okay. Um, okay, you ready for number seven? Uh, this is yes. a good one. This comes from 1978 by Loretta Lynn and Conway Twitty. Yes. They yes. are classics. Listen, Legends. this is rough. Legends. This is great. This is a savage thing to say, and I don't think we could say it in the in, in our day and age because it would be we would be canceled. Right. Well, no, it's not that bad. We're not woke. It no, it's not really that bad. It's not anything controversial like that. But but it says you're the reason our kids are ugly. <laughs> That's a good. I like that. <laughs> I like awful. it. You're the reason our kids. You're are the ugly. reason our kids are ugly. Uh huh. Um. So you're saying our kids are ugly. Is one thing, and then you're uh, saying it's his fault or her fault. Yeah. It, it's, it's they're fighting. They're going back and forth. They're a life-torn couple with too many kids and too, too little money, is what it says. Well, welcome to the freaking club. Conway would sing, you're the reason I changed to beer from soda pop. And then Loretta reports, and you're the reason I never go to the beauty shop. Then they both lament, I guess that's, I guess that we won't ever have everything we need. Because when we get ahead, it's got another mouth to feed. The kids, Loretta sings. Well, clearly and they're the bang. reason my good looks and my figure's gone, Conway adds, and that's the reason I ain't got no hair to comb. 
then they both sing, and you're the reason our kids are ugly, little darling. But I love you just the same. They that's say how, that? That's what it says they say. I have Clearly never heard they the fight, song. they fight, then they bang because they keep having kids. I mean. Another mouth next, to feed. The next time that you and I are in a fight, I'm just going to look at you and I'll be like, and you're the reason our kids are ugly. And that is a mean thing. That they're, they're literally saying in the song their kids are ugly. Why do you got to bring the kids into it? But I mean, you're calling your kids ugly. Why don't you just call them ugly? Leave the kids out of it. Right. But right? if you're going to bring the kids into it, you're, you're literally, I mean, what if they're, their kids are going to listen to the song? Well, actually, was Loretta Lynn and Conway Twitty married? I feel like they were, or they always sang together, I feel like, back in the day. I'd say they were probably having some relations, you know what I mean, hanging around each other. Yeah, let me let me listen to this for a second. I've, I've never heard this song. Starts the same way. Look at the twang. All I right. want to hear the anger. Yeah. Listen to that. Woo. Yes. Well, you're the reason I'm riding around on recap tires. Tires. Yeah. And you're the reason I'm hanging all our clothes outside on wars. Wars? <laughs> I like this. You're the reason our kids are ugly. Little darling. Oh, darling. Wow, they they do sound in love. I will say they do. It's it's a it's classic marriage, right? They want to kill each other, but they love each other. Right. It's the whole you say something nasty, but then you finish it up with darling. Right. It's all good. They all came together at the end of the song. Well, not the end of the song, but in the course of the song or whatever. But anyway, I thought that was pretty funny that you're actually calling your kids ugly. There's I don't think there's one parent out there that can. Like, even if you low-key think, eh, my kid's not that cute. You definitely aren't going to say it. You're definitely not going to say it. Our kids are beautiful. I think but abusive parents, I think there's a lot of abusive parents out there that do say stuff that would be worse than mean. that. Oh, I'm, obviously. Yeah, there's some horrible parents, but which that's amazing to me, that we allow, they, they need to, like, do something about that. They do. But like, don't let those people it's, have it's, kids. It's Loretta Lynn and Conway Twitty. They're okay. Hey, they're writing a okay. song. They are. And they're relating to a certain amount of the population. Okay, we're going to number six. We're back to 2005 by Fallout Boy. Okay, we're back into... Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Fall oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this, this song is called Our Lawyer Made Us Change the Name of This Song So We Wouldn't Get Sued. That's the name of the song. I love it. Have you heard it? I don't know. Um, I don't know. It may sound like a gimmick to catch people's attention, but it's perfectly legitimate. One rumor had it that the title that could have sparked a lawsuit was... I loved you so much more before you were a MySpace whore. So I guess as Dude, an attorney. <laughs> that's a great freaking title. <laughs> but uh, that was a joke printed in Rolling Stone magazine. The real original title was My Name is David Ruffin. And these are the temptations. I think I like the title. I loved you so much before you were a MySpace whore. I like that better. I like it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I did, I didn't listen to that and I'm not going to, but apparently that's the name of the song. If you want to listen to it, you can, but I think the fallout boys lawyers were, uh, doing the right thing. I, I think that if you said that, uh, if you, if the song was, my name is David Ruffin and these are the temptations, we probably would have an issue. You think? Thank God for lawyers, right? Okay, this is what I want to know about. Okay, 
this is great. We're going back to 1982 by David Frizzle. I don't know who that is, do you? But he looks like a, he's a looker. Is he really? Yeah, man. He's got the, he's got the Kenny Rock, like he's got the long hair with the cowboy hat, the big old beard that people wear now, but yet trimmed at the same time. Anyway, here's the name of the song. Number five, I'm going to hire a wino to decorate our home. That seems artsy to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. Um, I'm trying to read about this. Do you decorate homes now? No. Are you talking about me? Yeah, I thought maybe they're hiring oh, you. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, this song Take is about a husband who spent his evenings and paycheck at the bar. One morning, he returned home to find his wife had come up with a clever idea. She would turn their home into a bar so that he and his paycheck could stay at home. We'll take out the dining room table and put a bar along the, that wall and a neon sign to point the way to our bathroom down the hall, she added. We'll rip out all the carpet and we'll put sawdust on the floor. Serve hard-boiled eggs and pretzels so I won't have to cook no more. And if that wasn't good enough, she sweetened the deal. You'll get friendly service and for added atmosphere... I'll slip on something sexy and I'll cut it down to here. Then there you can go. slap my bottom every time <gasps> you tell a joke. Oh, <laughs> Just as long as you keep tipping well, I'll laugh until you're broke. And when you run out of money, you'll have me to think. You can sleep it off the next morning when I'm putting in the bank. Wow, putting that's it in a the bank. Lady right there. So she's saying if they turn right their there. house into a bar, he doesn't have to leave. He doesn't. Under, she doesn't understand. He's trying to get away from her. She's trying to help. Right. She's trying to help. So it's big of her. It is. She's trying to help, and I think he's saying, "My wife's been drinking, coming up with these ideas, and he likes it because he's going to hire her to decorate, and their home is going to become a bar, so he doesn't have to go anymore. And all the money he's spending, he could spend on her because she's going to let him smack her butt." Hmm. And then she's going to take all that money and go put it back in the bank. So he feels like he's actually going out and spending money. And then she's just going to put it back in the bank. It's clever. It's very clever. So clever. Wow. So, I mean, you know, maybe maybe those of you out there that think, that suspect your husband's going to the strip club, you can say, when he comes home tonight, say, honey, I'm going to turn our house into a strip club so you don't even have to leave. Hmm. He might be okay with it. He might. He might. That's it. Bring the strippers in. Okay, number four. This is by Jimmy Buffett. We all know him, 1981. Yeah. The weather is here. Wish you were beautiful. That's <laughs> just mean. <laughs> Jimmy. You know what I mean? The weather is beautiful. Wish you were here is what I think he meant to say. The weather is beautiful. Wish you were here. But he said, the weather, the weather is, is here. Wish, wish you, you were beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, that's clever. Um, Good that, work, so that's Jimmy. A, that's a play on the old postcard line we just said. Um Buffett titled his song about being in the right place with the wrong person. It happens. The song is about a man living in living the hectic lifestyle of the big city who wants to vacation somewhere tropical, but his girlfriend is too busy to go with him. So he goes alone, has a meaningless fling, but falls in love with the vacation spot. So he quits his New York job and moves there. The final line is probably a personal philosophy of Buffett. And if it doesn't work out, 
there'll never be any doubt that the pleasure was worth all the pain. Hmm. So, yeah. Good for him. Good for Jimmy. Getting out of New York, going to somewhere tropical. That's great. But he just, the, the girl he wanted to go with him wouldn't go, so he just went anyway. And he, and he hooked up with somebody. Yeah, that but none of it was no good. It right. wasn't, wasn't that great. Now, I don't understand this next one. Hold on. Um, wait. The next three, uh, I don't know. We'll go through these quickly because they're not as good as the other ones. I don't understand this, though. But he, it's from 2002. Um, minus the bear? Minus That's the, the name of the... M-I-N-U-S. Yeah, that's the name of the group. Do you know them? I don't. My, no, I don't know Minus the Bear, and I don't think many people do. Uh, here's the name of the song. <laughs> Thanks for the killer game of Crisco Twister. Think about that for a second. Twister's hard enough. Throw some Crisco oh, in there. Oh, that sounds awesome. Thanks for the killer game of Crisco Twister. That sounds amazing. Minus the Bear. Um, so I don't understand. There was a bear? No, that's the name of the groups. Oh, minus the bear. Okay, I thought there was a bear, you know, playing Crisco Twister. I'm trying to them. read about this. Um, they started their musical career when felt. No, no, no. Oh, Kurt Cobain committed suicide in their native city of Seattle. I guess that's that's when they started their their um their their career. Got it. it says whether the title "Thanks for the Killer Game of Crisco Twister" has anything to do with the famous Nirvana versus Smashing Pumpkins bout is unknown. What is known is that it's a perfect description, not just of the song, but minus the Bears' debut album, which is named "Highly Refined Pirates," on which the song appears. Um, I've never heard it. I'm afraid to play it. I think that there's other title there's <laughs> there's other tracks on there that that's titled "Wanna Throw Up, Get mm-hmm. Me Naked." Oh, <laughs> you get it? Like you get yeah. me naked, yeah. you're gonna throw yeah, up. Yeah, I get it. And yeah. absinthe party at the Fly Honey absinthe Warehouse. Absinthe party. Yeah. The fly, yeah, that sounds fun. Absinthe actually. party at the Fly Honey Warehouse. Ooh, I like it. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. That could be interesting. If you ever wondered wh- how bands choose a name, minus the Bears' story is enlightening. A friend of the band had gone on a date. And one of them asked him after how the date went. And then he said, you know that TV show from the 70s called BJ and the Bear? It was like that, minus the Bear. So basically saying he got a BJ. He got a BJ. Interesting how they got their name. Let's, let's just listen for just a second. I'm just a second. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna sample this song. I don't even. Yeah, it's not that. I'm done. Um, I have a little guster sound. A little bit, but oh, sorry. It is funny where how bands come up with their name. That that's interesting. It is interesting. So when they asked him how the date was, you know, BJ and the Bear, it was that minus the Bear. Is, that's a, I love it. I love it now. I actually like the cleverness. Minus the bear. That's the name of this. Okay, so that was okay. That was number three. Number two. Eh, I'm not going to go into detail about this too much, but it was from 1984. Uh, Bull Moose Jackson and the Flash Cats. I would like to know where they got their name. That'd be a good story, I bet. But it's called "Get Off the Table, Mabel." The two dollars is for the beer. Oh. 
Mabel got get a little, off the table, Mabel. Got Mabel. A little aggressive. Sorry, my phone. Sorry, I, listen. I have an emergency text through my phone that no matter if my sound's off, my kids get through. Yeah. You did it, yeah. so uh, that's who's yeah. texting me. Um, no, what no one need, knows where this joke is originated, but the earliest recorded instance of it used in a song appears to be December nineteen forty nine. Whatever. Um, it was about Johnny, whose wife Mabel was a dancer at a burlesque show. Nice. Yeah, who got money from her husband by dancing on the kitchen table. Huh. If I could get money uh, from you for dancing on the table, I, I would dance on our dining room table if, for under one circumstance, what? you fix the wobble. Because our dining room table is uneven. Is you know, it? you got to put like a piece of paper under there, just like our table last night at the restaurant. Yeah. If I got up there and it was unstable and wobbly, I might hurt myself. It's true. You fix the wobble, I'll dance on the table if you leave me some money. We'll talk about it. Okay. And then the last one, I don't get it. It's stupid. Is that the title? No. It's from 2001. A Personal Space Odyssey Pet Cemetery. I don't get it. It was a pun on Stephen King's 1983 book, Pet Cemetery, and the song uh, and their song titles are heavy on eye rollers, whatever that means. Titles like Serial Killer, Window Pane, Ends With Benefits, mm. which is a pun on the phrase Friends With Benefits. Um, I don't really know much about this song. But Pet Cemetery, did you see the movie? Of course, who didn't? You never watched Pet Cemetery. Yes, I did. Did you? Yeah, it was popular what in was the it day. About? What was it about them? The pets. What about them? It's Stephen King. They Kay. buried the pets. And? They were dead and they came back. Okay, you watched it. Um, it says something about the COVID pandemic is there too in the song, 2001, A Personal Space Odyssey. The song, um, it's about the world falling apart basically. Okay. The earth wants what it wants, and it'll take what it gets. What says? That's a contradiction. It so is? Sort of, well, no, it's not. Never mind. It's a, it wants what it wants, and it'll take what it gets. It gets it'll take what it gets. I, I don't know. It's a deep. It's it's deep, and I'm not going into it. But that that's some of the top ten most funniest songs. Songs I had never heard of, and that I probably will never listen to, but did not realize existed. They're, they're strange titles. Is that what this was? The top ten. Most hilarious song titles. Most hilarious song titles. Yeah. They're pretty funny. There's some good song titles. I'm not sure about hilarious, like I can't stop laughing, but interesting nonetheless. Right. So right. there you go. Brought to you by, uh, what was this website? Brought to you In by. In the closet. <laughs> no, we cannot claim to have. It's listverse.com. That's where I got that. Listverse.com. That's where I got that stuff. So we're going to be doing some more top ten lists. Jeff looks tired, aggravated, irritated. He's rubbing his head. I'm not aggravated. Your hair irritated, is of such. And not, you know what? Your hair I've is. I've been wearing a hat all listen, day. Listen, your hair looks like you curled it. I do curl it. And feathered it. Every Ooh, feathered. You should see your hair right now with your headphones on. Feathered. It looks like you did. Uh, oh, I'm going to take a picture right now. Hold up. What? Wait for it. Listen, I have to because this is a masterpiece. Look at me forward. Look at me forward. Look at me. Hold up. <laughs> You're going to love this. <laughs> we got to post that. 
feathered. Okay, that's all I've got today, uh, Mr. Runyon. Same. Let me show you the picture. I want your reaction. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You <laughs> look amazing. Yes, you do. I do. I look fantastic. All right. Until next time. All right. Peace out. This was fun.